You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm not sure this is going to be the close game everybody thinks it's going to be. Here we go. Gonna win that game for you, baby. Welcome to another episode of Bengals Fan Highlight. Kevin and I are extremely excited to introduce uh, Alex and Parker from the Bengals, the Bengal Boys. And if obviously everyone listening to this, they, you know the Bengal Boys. They released a new song, uh, a Bengals parody. They just did a, a Hey Jude for, for Joe Burrow when he hurt his, uh, his wrist. And I believe that you guys are coming out with a new song for Jake Browning. I saw this soon, right? We are yes, so okay. um, so um, I'm, 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 I think by the time this is posted, um, it'll be out. But um, yeah, Sir Jake, a parody of Stevie Wonder's Sir Duke. I like it. I like looking, it. We've been looking to do Stevie Wonder for quite a minute, and um, you know, Monday night instilled a lot of belief in us. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it did everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and after that game, I think it, there was no question it had to be a Jake Brown song. Oh, oh no, for yeah, sure. you for gotta sure. seize the opportunity, right? Yeah. You have to do something. Yeah, you can't just. At, so Kevin and I were talking about when we did our show that what can you list the names of the quarterbacks again, Kevin? That Jake Browning joined. Uh, three hundred fifty yards, eighty-five percent completion rate in the last twenty years. Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Jake Browning. Oh, it's that amazing. is an insane list amazing. of Jake Browning at the end of it. I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Kevin, you go uh, yeah. and get started. Yeah, no, uh, let's launch into this real quick. Uh, I know you guys are from Nashville. How did you guys become Bengals fans? Uh, how did yeah. this all start? Yeah, so we all live in Nashville now, but we're actually all from Cincinnati. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Parker and I met in eighth grade on in a middle school play. He yeah. was he was my first friend at, at my new at Loveland Middle School. Nice. Just moved, and um, obviously I haven't gotten very far away from him. I've been a bank clown. So, um, so three of us went to Loveland, and one of us went. Um, the other guy went to CHCA. Um, okay, a scenario. Um, so this is a uh, a born into it scenario. I mean, me and Jason are the same way. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't have a good story about becoming a Bengals fan. Right, I just yeah. remember growing up with it on TV, and I eventually just inherited it. Um, oh. I assume you guys are both the same way. That's that's definitely how I would describe it for me. I, I you know, my dad has been a huge sports fan my entire life. Obviously, him and our other buddy Dylan, who's another one of the Bengal boys, uh, huge Bengals fans growing up. And uh, 
it was always just kind of on. And then eventually just, I, I fell into it. I grew up getting grounded all the time because <laughs> I would just get so mad. Like, um, week four, no week five, 2006 Tampa Bay, you know, the call I'm talking about uh, Justin Smith. Ruffin. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, um, yeah, I, 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 um, I was grounded the next week for the words I had learned and said. <laughs> and so as a punishment, um, my parents were like, you can't watch the game next week. And then, which Ooh. meant my dad came yeah. to the game. So we went to the Neil Armstrong Museum in Wapakoneta. Oh, there you go. All right. Actually, pretty cool. But um, yeah. um, so, yeah, I grew up, it was a very, it was a, it was a love, it was a toxic love relationship. Yeah, I think anyone who grew up when Justin Smith was playing, like in that era, it, it was, had to be a toxic love. You know, oh, right. I just, there, this is the way it is. It's a, it's like an abusive relationship, you know? Oh, and then so, he went, yeah. Then he went out to San Francisco. Oh, was, I know. Like, I know. He posted the exact same stats, like yep. identical, yep. but um, he gets the notoriety there. Yep. Yep. Um, so obviously you're all, all, all musicians and I know from experience, it's not just something that everyone can say, hey, I'm just going to be a musician today because I sucked at it. Um, when did you realize that, hey, I can turn this into a career? Or like, when did you get started? What was the first instrument you learned? Both of you, Alex, you going to go first? Sure. Um, I um, so I started taking piano lessons um, just as a boy and just didn't stop, I guess. <laughs> um, it just was something I've always enjoyed. And um, as I learned how to like play by ear, I just learned how to um, um, play what the music I wanted to play, as well as um, write and compose music. Um, okay. On the other end, I also grew up a huge Weird Al Yankovic fan, which will provide a lot of context. There you <laughs> I can imagine that being a project. Weird Al Yankovic was my first concert. My mom took me when I was like seven years old. I had a pretty good mom. It's wild. <laughs> Did you go to, was it at Timberwolf in Kings Island? Or? No, no. Uh, I. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I was six or seven years old. Oh, yeah. I was in a regular concert hall, just kind of a dive kind of thing. Um, but yeah, my first concert. Barely remember it. Too young. But uh, so I, I am also why, a Weird Al fan. I don't know why I never... I mean, I is if someone said, hey, you know, where do you think they get their inspiration from? I, I You would think immediately, Weird Al. Like, it's, oh, it's sure, Weird Al, yeah. I just don't know why I never really put that together. Uh, Parker, how about you? Like, what, what, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Alex. What, what, what are you? Yeah, let's go. You're good again. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I I learned that I could sing in sixth grade uh, in choir class when I, I did a, a audition for a solo, and they were like, "Oh my god, you can sing!" And I've been doing that ever since. I did uh, theater all through like middle school, high school, and a little bit in college. Um, was in a band with with him back in the day, back in high school. Um, and then just kind of bounced around at a few different creative outlets. Um, like I said, I was in theater school for a bit, ended up doing graphic design for a minute. And then I eventually made the decision to drop out and move down to Nashville and pursue music, okay. uh, which is what, uh, which is what I always really wanted to do. Just kind of, you know, life and, and trying out different things. And this is, this is where I landed. Now, did you guys kind of make that decision together coming from the same place or, or were you already there or did you go first or how did that work? So, so I came here with a fellow Bengal boy, Dylan Bodley, the guitarist, and okay. he, him and I came down for um, to come to Belmont University. Um, I studied music business, and he studied guitar. Okay. And we moved down here in August of 2012, and we lived together till 2021. Wow. 
Um, wow. A good time. I know, right? And then he got married. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan and I got divorced. No, yeah. We had a three-way divorce. We were oh, like, okay. living, living together at the time yeah. uh, during COVID um, and all that. And then, yeah, and then he got engaged. Oh, yeah. How dare he? How, How dare, dare he? he? What are you happy? What a, what a <laughs> sure, make a lifelong vow. I know. I know. What are you what are you doing? Breaking up the band? Oh. I know, right? He, no come. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, if you're watching this, but but yeah, now we all live within like six minutes of, of each nope. other here in uh here in East Nashville. Awesome, awesome. So yeah. Obviously, there's there's people you see, you know, there, it's like a big just Hollywood trope in general. And this is kind of a follow-up question. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to LA, I'm going to New York city. I got my guitar, you know, I got, I'm like a, you know, I'm going to hop on the train. I got my knapsack on a stick, whatever. So you're going down to Nashville. You're going to pursue a career in music. Obviously I think in general, if I told my parents, Hey, I'm going to Nashville and I'm going to, I'm going to make it big, whatever. I'm going to pursue a career in music. They would say, no, no, you can't do that because the odds are stacked against you. Like, what do you, what do you think? What were your thoughts when you made that decision? I'm going to go down there and I'm going to try this thing. Did you have a plan? Like, if it doesn't work out by X date, I'm coming back. Or, or, or you know, is it just one of those things? I'm, we'll just see what happens tomorrow. Every day is just another day. I didn't think I was going to be in Nashville this long necessarily. I don't know what my plans were. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, I like, with Nashville – in music it's like i just really haven't found a reason to live i mean leave whoops oh oh yeah <laughs> oh, we gotta well, hold on a second no i'm joking let's, <laughs> let's get someone on the phone <laughs> somebody get dr fraser yeah, exactly um, i guess now's the time to break it to well, you this is yeah. not an interview it's an intervention yeah. it's an friends intervention. all organized yeah. it yeah. i knew it's a toxic relationship with the Bengals. the Bengals season isn't um, over yet no, yeah. um i think that um there's kind of like a little like Loveland, Ohio collective down here in Nashville yeah. that has really made it feel like a second home. Okay. Um, and um, there's a super, super tight group of friends from Loveland. We all live about 15 minutes away from each other. And so um, it's always been like a bit of a satellite location for our yeah. families and everything. And so um, it's never felt like we're in the big city trying to make it. It mm-hmm. just feels like um, it feels more like a playground to mess up. Okay. Um, Into um, and to be willing to suck at things. Yeah. Um, to be willing to um, try um busting the marble down and creating what um, whatever said magnum opus will be. Um, my my main gig right now is I'm a music I'm the musical director at a comedy club down here, and so um so have you you ever watched like whose line is it anyway? Sure. Yeah. So there's oh, a yeah. piano player in that. So oh, that's, yeah. okay. that's, my, that's my job on the weekends. Okay, and it's, cool. It's a really cool. fun time. And um, it's a, I left my nine to five back yeah. in April um, and to pursue just art full time. And yeah. I'm not dead yet. Awesome. Hey, that <laughs> that's all you guts, can do in the beginning. Absolute guts because leaving my nine to five seems like you're tethered to it. Like, that's awesome. I'm glad that you could do it. And I wish the best for you because someone's got to get out of the nine to five thing. It sucks. <laughs> um, um, Parker, like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying, Parker, what about no, you? No, like, no. I, what, when it came down to leaving for Nashville, like, did you, like, was it kind of, I got my knapsack and I chasing a dream or is it kind of the same deal or, or, yeah, you know, um, pretty similar, um, to Alex's. Uh, I'll just add that, uh, you know, I'm, I was very fortunate to have, or am very fortunate to have, uh, two wonderful parents who were very, very supportive of it. Uh, my dad, like I, I grew up 
with my dad playing music and uh and stuff like that so that was always in the house and you know i i grew up a creative so i think they always kind of knew that i was gonna um do something like that um i was a little shocked at how supportive they were of me dropping out of college to come down here and do this and uh and honestly that has just been so inspiring for me and like knowing that i have that support system that is ready to cheer me on and and you know uh in all of my endeavors and things like that um i got down here and you know paid the bills by waiting tables and stuff like that and then eventually finding my current full-time job besides uh, besides music which is i am a pedal tavern operator down here okay okay so if I, you've ever been to nashville and never been stuck behind one in traffic it's, probably it's you <laughs> yeah. I've stuck behind one uh been on a couple it's like it's yeah a they have they have a new one. i think it's a new one they have up in here since then kevin and i actually did it together a couple years ago yeah yeah so actually we uh our company we've we've worked on a few of the bikes okay. up in very cool very uh, cool and uh yeah it's been awesome and it's yeah. uh, i'm a performer at heart so it's it's so much fun for me to be able to do that and and make money while doing it awesome and it's super flexible for my music and stuff like that sure. I'm, a, I'm a bassist in a band called american snap We've been together for about a year, and uh, things are going well. Good, good. good. Hey, Par- Parker, um, tell um, Jason and Kevin about that time you drove TEU around on the. Uh... I, I knew what you were going to say before you even <laughs> got your first word out. Um, we're going to name drop first. He's going to name sure. drop. So sure. when uh, it was the year after the Super Bowl run, twenty twenty two, yes, and uh, that year. So are you familiar with TEU, Tight End University? Um, oh yes oh yeah yeah i'm sorry yes i didn't George know what you meant first yes. Kelsey's, uh training camp for tight ends right they did it in nashville um i think they held it at vanderbilt university's campus um that year and they reached out to us and wanted to do to us to use the pedal taverns to shuttle them to a party that they were going to downtown okay. broadway so we had like pretty much all of them that wanted to ride the bikes on our bikes. We had like three or four go out and I got to be the lead driver for that. So I had George Kittle, oh, uh, Mike Gesicki and Greg Olson with the three big names that I remember that were on it. That's um, incredible. And it was, it was so cool. Surreal. Yeah. experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, those things move so slowly, but sure. like I've never actually been surprised by how fast it's moved. I was like, all right guys, pedal. <laughs> oh yeah. All the best, all some of the best athletes in the world was, while pedaling at the same yeah. time. <laughs> I was just about to ask you because I know when Kevin and I did it, I think there were six of us and like, I, it was, I think this summer, maybe I don't remember really either way though. We're pedaling oh, by the end of really, it. We were dead. Yeah. Oh we're God. Pedaling it was awful. really hard and it's not moving very far. And I remember thinking at one point, like I, I have to stop pedaling. I'm not going to pedal anymore. I'm just going to put my feet on the pedal and hopefully nobody knows. And I did that for a while. I'm probably, I, I don't know if Kevin did too, but I can imagine. They no, I pulled so my slow. weight. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I did too. I was just joking. But um, it's amazing to me. I just the, the greatest athletes in the world come in and then it takes off. That's so I was gonna ask yeah. you if it went I mean, faster it than like, usual. Well, it wasn't like we were breaking, you know, the 80 sure, sure. hour back in time or anything, but uh but it was uh it was definitely just like a surprise for me. I'm used to this thing moving just so slowly. Sure, yeah. Used to knowing the start speed and but that was fun. And then at the end of the whole thing. Um, I shook George Kittle's hand and he said, Hey man, this is awesome. Are you coming out? And I was oh. like, 
what, <laughs> what do you mean? And he was like, you won't. I was like, okay, bet. If you have, if I have the invite, yeah. yes, I will, I will come oh, out. Yeah. And yeah. I took that thing back as fast as I could, cleaned it, closed up the shop, uh, sped home, changed because I was literally in a tank top. Sure. Um, and then made it back out. And at the bar they went to, they were like on the rooftop. They had to take like a special elevator to get a bouncer, the whole nine. So obviously bouncer sees me. He's like, okay, who are you? I'm not letting you up. So I just grab a drink at the bottom bar. Um, and you know, hope that I see somebody eventually lo and behold, Greg Olson, who was on my bike comes down and goes outside, waits for an Uber. And I was like, okay, this is, my, this is my chance. I go out there, I shake his hand. I just say, Hey, thanks so much. This is the, like, it's cool to, to see again. And it was awesome to have you on the bike. And he was like, dude, that was so much fun. We loved it. Um, and then he, again, just kind of gestures and goes, are you going up? I was like, I would love to, but I don't think they're going to let me up. And he goes, okay, hold on. Calls, yeah. calls somebody um, to come down and let me in out of the elevator walks, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my entire life. And sure. she was like, are you Parker? And I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. head up there, uh, find George, um, proceed to George take, first name, first yeah. name base. <laughs> yep. take a, a shot with Georgie. Uh, oh, Georgie. Okay. All right. Now you're showing off Parker. Now you're showing off. It's like, I'm not coining that for you. Yeah, good job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and then he actually ended up introducing me to CJ Uzama. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that this was is a wild story. Man. Yeah, I know. This is just keeps getting better. It was the coolest thing of my sure. entire life. Uh, yeah, I bet. Oh yeah. And, uh, and the, this is the cherry on top of the whole thing. So oh, okay. That, that CJ Uzama was not the cherry on top. Okay, cool. Hard. Let's go. Let's um, keep going. But, uh, yeah. So sitting there having a conversation with him just about Cincinnati and, and all this stuff, this, that, and the other. And he actually ended up uh, retweeting a video that we did uh, the year prior, which was the, the Super Bowl run, yeah. video, okay. um, Bohemian 513. Yep. And I, I was like, I know that he retweeted it, so I'm just going to ask him. I was like, hey, me and my buddies, we do these, these videos. We're called the Bangle Boys. And he stops me and he says, wait, that was you? And he was like, you're a fucking legend. And he gives me a <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> and that was the... Yeah. yeah. That so is the did. most like because you guys yeah. uh, have an interest in you have an interest in uh, football just in general, Bengals specifically. You're making like songs and everything and getting some recognition there. Yeah. It is insane that the way you ended up meeting these people and ended up having access to Uza was through something entirely unrelated yes. that had nothing to do with yeah. any of that. That's that is uh, that is serendipity if I've ever heard of it. I, I yeah. think that's wild. That's incredible. And I will say that I'm proud of you. I don't know you very well, but I'm proud of you because when I met Carson Palmer, he said, how are you doing? And this is my response. Uh-huh. And then he just <laughs> walked past me. I would not have had the bravery to walk up to Greg Olson and say, hey, let me upstairs, please, sir. I would have, I would have been home probably. So, yeah. Good on you. That's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that was a very, very cool, very random event. Oh, sure, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. That's well, cool. My wow. favorite stories to tell. Oh yeah, no, that, yeah. that's a good one. I'd uh, I tell that story to everyone who'd ever listen to me. Yeah. To I steer it back, you talked about the video, the videos you've done, retweeting it. How did that first, uh, how did that first come about? Uh, were you guys just goofing around, kind of messed, made a song, and said, "Hey, we might have something here," or was it a plan? Did you set out and go like, "Let's sit down, let's do a parody, let's do a video, let's see if we can get this thing going"? How did you guys decide to start doing this? 
the first one's the right one. A total <laughs> accident, like a Bob Ross painting. Um, week two of the 2020 season um, is Joe Burrow's first primetime game against Cleveland. Um, I was me- I was just playing the growl on the piano and um, taught it to our guitarist, Dylan. And I thought, let's just take a video and put it on Twitter. And some people retweeted it. It got pretty decent traffic. And I thought, oh, that was kind of fun. And mind you, it's October 2020. We're not doing anything. We have right. in the world. Sure. Uh, and and so the next week we met to do it, I to do it again, but as a disco. The week after as a do the growl as a doo-wop. The week after do it as Van Halen and just kind of kept and kept going for the rest of the year and and didn't stop. And um I feel like the sillier and more creative we got with it too, the more fun it became. It, yeah, oh, sure. of, course, of course. And uh, decided, okay, we're going to do it again for the new year. After week two, I was de- I was so tired of the growl. Like, I could not deal with the growl anymore. I mean, I love the song, but yeah. how much can you, how much can you milk that? So right. um, time for the weird owl background came in, started doing parodies. Um, after that 2021 Chicago game, ugh, um, we did um, wake me up when the pressure ends and yep. it just kind of kept going and going and going. And, and now it hasn't stopped. Like yeah. um, just like Nashville, haven't found a reason to leave. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, and here we are, we're, um, you know, getting close to the end of year four, whether that, whether that's at the end of the regular season or however far JKB can yeah. take us. Um, <laughs> but it's been a great time and it's, um it's been an absolute blast to, to try getting better every week. Yeah. Um, awesome. As Joe Burrow would say, stack days. Yep. There you go. There you go. Or levels. You know, TB levels. Yep. Levels. Yeah. Higher levels. Yep. Yes. So do you have, Alex, do you have a favorite parody song that you guys have done so far? I like all of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> They're all our babies. They're all great. Yeah. Um, DJ Reader gets uh, DJ Reader. I mean, the Super Bowl song got the most views, but uh, mm-hmm. the DJ Reader one, um, we got Kay Adams on our side. We got her to follow us, and um, to uh, and I mean, her ex- her exposing the video to people, um, sure. it tripled our it tripled our following and uh, across all the boards. And yeah. okay. Um, also at that point, like the AFC championship was just such a, we're just happy to be here. Right. Well, yeah. And yeah. so, um, also I'm just a, being a pianist, I'm just a massive Elton John fan. So okay. that one's always had a very, a very, very special place in my heart. Nice. nice. Parker, what about you? Uh, I think the one that stick that sticks out with just the most fond memories of, of, of making it goes back to year one when we did the Backstreet Boys, um, uh, blanking on the name of the song right now. We did. We did the growl. I want to, it that to way. The tune of I want it that way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and that was that was just so much fun because we had one of our friends come over and like like choreograph it and and yeah. we were, it felt like like old middle school show choir days um, of us just doing these ridiculous dance moves in the driveway with a fog machine and <laughs> we put the fog machine in my car and then we all climbed out of the car. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a fun one to shoot. Nice, nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I could say. I have a favorite. I I really like all of them a lot. I loved the the one that I showed my parents. The first one I showed my parents um, was the uh, Let It Be one. Yes. Um, 
and they they just they just rolled on. They loved it, absolutely loved it. And then we just kind of went through and, and showed a bunch of them. I, they're all they're all incredible, and I love I love love the music video. So where where do the ideas come for the music video? And who cuts them? Who edits? I mean, that's I do some video editing. It's not easy to do. It's it's not it's it takes a while to get used to it. So so who does all that? Alex Alex does our our editing and okay stuff like that. He kills it every week. Yeah, I video, like it's it's got to take a ton of time, a ton of time. They're all really really good. It does. Like it, it's like it, it's a total labor of love. And I, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, one of the nice things about taking chances every week is that like or trying to learn something new every week is that okay now I have that in my bag. Mm-hmm. It's something that took something that would take 10 hours i mean like a specific task that would take 10 15 hours in 2020 i can do in 20 minutes now right and so now what takes 5 10 hours now will take uh, it, it just sure. trying to just get more and more and more efficient and plus um and i think we've done i can't remember exactly how many we've done so far but we're we're, we're getting up to near, around 70 videos so yeah. far and so at this point there's a um you know there's there's an idea by um, by the time the song's picked, you have an idea how the video is going to look. So the song so game happens on mostly Sundays, and right. then um, try to pick a song, have a song picked by Monday, and then use Tuesday to to build the track and and um, instrumentally, and then use Wednesday and Thursday to record vocals and film, and then um, Friday Friday. Um, use any of it for any any final shots and then just editing and most of the time when it's edited um you know we post these at 9 a.m eastern time saturday morning um the the out the time frame it's usually finished is about six to nine hours before oh wow okay so okay i'll I'll go on friday night i'll go play my shows at the comedy club and uh, to take a break from editing and i'll come back and finish that but um Oh, but it's thrilling though. It's yeah. so much fun. It's fun to just be. It's fun to. I mean, there's been nights where we, the editing hasn't started until 11 p.m. on Friday night. Right. Um, when we did um, "Shut Up and Pass," um, a parody of "Shut Up and Dance," I don't think we started editing until 11 p.m. So I remember wow. grabbing a Celsius energy drink to like drink <laughs> yeah. at 45 and just think, "Here we go." And, yeah. Um, it was a bear and finished it at 4 a.m yeah it's like that uh i remember watching a documentary on south park a while back and it was like that six days to air where they're like putting the i mean the dvd or whatever the file in to comedy central servers like we just got it done now it's time to air let's roll Mm -hmm. that's cool it's very cool it's really fun it's the feeling of flying i mean it's when there's a limited time frame there isn't time to overthink things Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's just like okay, decisions have to be make have to be made. Like, um, um, you gotta hit the hole, Joe Mixon. Yeah. Uh, can't dance around back there too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, we we've talked a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you kind of got into the the uh, larger version of it, but I want to just focus in just a little bit on the more detailed version of just how does it begin, meaning. Do you have an idea of a subject you want to cover and then try to find a song to parody? Is it the start with a song that you want to work around and then just kind of see where it takes you? How does the process start of making a parody song? 
That's a great question. I because it, it comes from all different angles. Um, there are certain songs that there are certain songs that inspire a Bengals parody. Sometimes, um, for example, in this in this most recent song, um, Sir Jake, um, we knew we wanted to do a Jake Browning song, and we knew okay, is it going to be something with um, that rhymes with Jake? Or is it going to be something that rhymes with Browning? We kind of look at the rhyme schemes there, look at Spotify. Don't really find anything we're liking. Look for some slant rhymes. Eventually, like, Sir Duke just pops in the head. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we haven't done Sir Duke yet. Sir Jake works. Okay. There you go. Like, he can throw it all over. He can throw it all over the field. A, a, a hook kind of, com- kind of comes. And then... um. You know, usually the the lyrics are written late at night or on the Peloton. So, um, um, if you ever need need a um, word inspiration, uh, spinning bikes or there you go. Okay. For that. No thanks. More pedal tapping. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Now that's more. Yeah, I get it. You have to do it. Might you as well be drinking too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If I'm gonna be pedal and I want a beer in my hand. Add add booze. But there yeah. you go. Well, that's true. That's true. Very true. But looking at the, looking at our. Looking at our past videos, I mean, yeah, I mean, they they, they all come from there. There's no set formula, and it's kind of a um. I feel like at the soul, it's it's topicality would be mm-hmm. the. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like what's what's what happened in the previous game, and and what can what fun things can we do with a song, right? Um, mm-hmm. based off of what happened. There okay. are there are a few pre-planned ones. I mean, I, you know, leading into the season, there's like ten to fifteen ideas that would be that we'd like to do and then it just almost never works out that way one of the ones that worked out was um we did a brad robbins song um we did lick it up by kiss as kick it up, kick it up. and he loved that i mean he dm'd and thanked awesome. us for it oh really like, that's awesome yeah cool. we gained more and more exposure in the locker room which has been really cool probably yeah. the, um i'll share it here I, I didn't want to share the dms after the jonah williams song but um jonah williams um thanked us for the song and said yeah i was wondering why everyone was calling me mr right side at work today <laughs> i just wanted, I wanted to make fun of him so bad because i'm thinking like at work at yeah work. i know <laughs> what a weird thing to say i, I clocked into the factory right. Today. Right. <laughs> yeah yeah i got i made sure my timesheet was in all that stuff that's yeah. not work Call me Mr. Right Side around the office. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I think I, I think I, I think I said like, have a good day at the Pancake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, the Lionel Richie hello has been wanting to do that for a while. Like, uh, hey Joe, is it tea you're looking for? Yeah. Kind of had to wait for a bad game to have. Oh, okay. Um, All right. But um. Usually it's total spur of the moment. It always comes at the most miraculous time. Um, this week we were flying by the seat of our pants because of Monday night game. And yeah. that, the song was picked until yesterday morning, sure. which was pretty late yeah. in the game. So, um, but so we're actually obviously decked in our Bengals gear, yeah. partially because of this interview, but Parker got here about four hours ago. We finished up vocals and nice. um, we just went around Nashville and filmed and uh, awesome. And now it's just time what, for the editing. So we're, we've got being massively behind schedule to ahead of schedule. now. Yep. What just well, real quick, what is the process of filming? You have to 
be creating a bit of a scene, right? Like we don't see it on camera, but there has to be people like just randos like calling out at you or staring or trying yeah. to figure out what's going on. Is oh. it is it weird? No, not really. I think because we act because because we're not we like will like perform once it's rolling, mm -hmm. but we're I mean um we're 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 very well behaved. We're good we're, we're good boys, we're good middle children, we are yeah. Uh, we, no, but, but we're um, also very theatrical and sure. performers at heart. So, you know, if we're out on the street doing something ridiculous and yeah. just dancing like a goofy dad, um, I don't know. That almost makes me like go a little harder. Yeah, sure. Okay. The reaction, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are. Um, funny in Nashville. I think people are just kind of like. I think less than. I think it's less of like what are those people doing? They're just like yeah. goof. Cincinnati, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let them do their thing, don't give them the attention. And so, um, I'm trying to think of any time there's been like any sort of hairiness when filming. Um, I, I wish I had more fun of an answer, but uh, we show up. I mean, we we did about six locations today around Nashville, we just drive around, hop up. Um, it was about it was getting pretty dark, so I'd, I'd turn on the high beams, say, Parker, go over there. Okay, cool. Sing the second <laughs> verse. Okay, cool. Good. All right, good. Let's get back in the car. It just went and went and went. And there so, you go. Yeah. Um, so do you do you like storyboard everything? Like do you like hey we're gonna do these shots or do you just kind of drive around looking for inspiration? Hey, let's do this and let's do this. You kind of tentative storyboarding. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's very very loose. Like okay. um, have an idea of what type of shots we want, and so um, really it comes down to having good backgrounds. Um, okay. Oh yeah. Because yeah. Like um. I think the best way to keep it interesting um, outside of pick a good song and with good lyrics is just have, have good fun backgrounds um, yeah. because um, it'll always be about 70% footage of us. And then 30% of footage of the said player we're singing gotcha. about. Okay. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. So, at this point, I just kind of want to give you guys the opportunity. I know that we kind of talked a little bit beforehand and, and you said you're both, you know, professional musicians and you have others. I'm just, let's, you guys, the floor is yours. Tell us what, what you got going on. You know, just so, uh, Alex, let's start with you. Tell us about uh, the band you're in, what, what you got going on. You know, just uh, throw it out there. Yeah. So I, I, I played in more bands out of like coming out of college and everything. But so, um, so as of late, I've just been working in, um, working in musical comedy world, I guess, mm -hmm. um, helping um, musical direct at the comedy club, which has been really nice. Um, right now I spend a lot of my time writing music and composing. I want to hit 2024 hard with just all sorts of different creative goals. Um, I would also love to put out my own music at some sure. point in 2024 and the release pattern of Bengal boys and like, doing the art the get, getting artwork ready and like mm -hmm. prepping it and like the upload process it has inspired me to like put out songs that i've been writing for the last 15 years and so i gotta stop being scared of that okay um but yeah just find myself make just want to find myself making as much weird fun content as possible as much as i hate that word content <laughs> <laughs> so so when you said you're you're you know you're writing your own songs did you have like a genre i mean do you have like yeah. uh, like what what kind of music is it that that you personally write? Yeah, I like to write. I, I like to write a lot of disco, actually. Okay. All right, I like to write disco. I get behind that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my brother's calling me. F off, Ben. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I um, I was um, 
you know, like the the joke my friends make is I write Nintendisco. I grew up with, I mean, grew up, you know, like listening to those, uh, those Mario and Sega soundtracks uh, incessantly. And we had, had a Sega Dreamcast growing up. And so, um, I, um, I like to write very orchestral, I mean, either either fun sounding like disco or like heart wrenching orchestral. Stuff. Okay, got you. so totally opposite sides of the spectrum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I want to be sad orchestra or upbeat disco. Gotcha. Exactly. Okay, nothing exactly, in between. Yeah. Or, or space music. In the... Okay, I don't know what that is. What's space oh. music? Oh, just like um, um, interstellar soundtrack sounding stuff. Okay. Okay. Oh, sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, but, um, but piano based, yeah. I love the Interstellar soundtrack. It's so absolutely good. love it. I know, absolutely love it. I love music in general. I love music. I have a thousand different playlists on my uh, phone, and that music affects my mood. I don't know if everyone else is that way, but it absolutely affects my mood. If I'm having a bad day, I, I actually I have. Hey, a- Jason, music affects your mood. That's a yeah. That's neat. I know. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> you know what? If I drive around listening to Tool, and I like Tool, if I drive around listening to Tool, I come home and Kim's like, "Oh my god, he was listening to Tool again." Uh, but I have a whole playlist called Make or Happy Music, and it's nothing but ABBA. Nothing but ABBA and Disco yes. because it just makes me happy. It's happy, upbeat music. I yep. love it. Love it. Uh, Parker, what about you? What kind of music? What, what, what do you do? What, what's your, why don't you tell us about your uh, side project? Well, I, as the Bengals Boys, I don't know if that's your side project, but your, uh, your, all, all your part of the same machine. Uh, there but, you go. Uh, yeah. So, I, I do. I've always loved my opportunities to get up and do just like the, the regular, you know, the, the singer songwriter acoustic show thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been my bread and butter for, for most of my childhood and young life. But actually the project that I've been a part of um, lately for about a year now, uh, we're called American snap and we are like a pop punk or pop rock with some like pop punk influences and stuff like that. Um, and so when you were mentioning your Blink-182 yep. band earlier, we just, we just added a Blink-182 song to our set. There you go. So there you go. Um, we've got a show coming up at the, at the hard rock down here in Nashville, uh, second okay. floor, um, on the 14th. I'm excited about that. Yeah. It's been going really well. I actually learned bass for this project. Okay. Um, Very cool. always, always been a, a guitar player and, uh, and a, and a singer first. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's become kind of a thing in Nashville. I've, I've noticed for a lot of different people that finding a bassist that is like ready to commit to one project, mm-hmm. um, has been re- really tough. Okay. So, uh, so my buddy, John reached out to me. He's actually one of a, one of the pedal tavern drivers as well. One of my coworkers. And he, uh, he reached out and was just like, Hey man, I need a, I need a bassist. Like the songs that I have currently are, are pretty easy. Like, do you think you could pick it up? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll give it a shot. And, and here I am, and it's been awesome so awesome. far. Awesome, So you kind of made the switch from Tom DeLonge to Mark Hopus, is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Cool. Cool. I'm, uh, um, yeah, the, the the bass player that can sing. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Very cool. Well, guys, we really appreciate you joining us. Uh, do you have Do you fun. have any? Oh, absolutely. Do you guys have any music like Spotify or anything like that where people can download your stuff? Uh, not on Spotify. Or, I mean, for Bengal Boys, not on Spotify. Um, I don't know if uh, releasing the parodies would go very well. Well, yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, not, 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 not necessarily Spotify, stuff. but just like downloadable music or even just your own music. Yeah, so you can find uh, American Snap on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Okay. iTunes. Um, yeah, uh, just American Snap. And we've got a few songs out right now. We'll actually um, be releasing, I, I just added a song to the project. I just, I wrote one and, and we just got it. 
uh, finalized and recorded and all that stuff. And that'll be released, if not by the end of the year, then at some point early January. Um, and yeah, we've got like, I think four, four songs currently out with about three more ready to drop. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. If I could give you a piece of advice, it would be don't open for bands that tour with Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> you might get hurt. All right. Again, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate it. This has been the Bengals Fan Highlight. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you very much, Parker. Um, we'll be back again next month if anyone has any ideas for who they think should be nominated for us to interview. Cool fans, cool stories, everything like that. Shoot us an email, find us on Twitter, whatever. Let us know. Uh, also, be on the lookout for, like you said, by the time this video drops, your next video, the Jake Browning video, should be out already. But you'll have another one, and you said they come out Saturday morning, correct? They come out Saturday morning. Saturday um, mornings. Um, but the next one, so um, to the viewers right now, yeah. Um, the next one will be coming out on a Friday morning. Oh. The game against Minnesota is on a That's Saturday. right. That's right. So. Okay. Thank you very much. So Friday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time? Yes, Friday morning, okay. 9 a.m. All right. And they drop on YouTube, right? Yes. You, okay. yeah, YouTube, Twitter. I don't call it X. Um, <laughs> I refuse. No one, I will no not. Does. No one's yeah, ever will going not. to. X until no. we all have kids and they, yeah. Their kids have kids. Right. Then they'll start calling. And when they say, hey, I'm on X, they'll be like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that a drug? Yeah. You know your uh, rebranding <laughs> is awful when even like news articles are like oh, X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's awful. It's bad. Um, but yeah, fa you know, face Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, um, TikTok. And uh, we post we post to the Bengals subreddit every week also. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everyone, you know where to find it now. So there you go. So Give them a follow on Twitter, all different social media. Check it out. Check out their uh, YouTube. And if you feel inclined, check out their personal stuff too. Because I know when I get off here, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. See, see what's going up. on. There you go. There you Come go. On. So, hey, thank you guys very much again for joining us. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next month. Take it easy, y'all. Who day? Who day? Who day? must-win game versus Jacksonville on Monday night. QB2 seized opportunity while decked out icy cold in primetime wine. With T. Jamar Irwin and Boyd catching darts from Sir Jake, having Chase and Tyler throw the ball, Zach Taylor's bone the stake. Five-man rush. Browning throws it deep downfield for Chase. Oh, Over the shoulder oh, catch. He's off to the races at the 20, the 10. And he will back his way into the end zone for the Bengals touchdown. Oh, baby. Brings me back to 1988. Reds left-handers through a perfect game. Because of what Jake did on Monday night. Another honor for the Browning name. It's the mix, it's two huge touchdowns and two Hendrickson's big sack. 
and Orlando Pancake in the line with a quick word for the check. The shotgun snap, looking, throws, oh. juggled, and caught. Yes, yes. Chase yes. with the catch at the 47 for a first down. A juggling routine by Jamar. Gonna win that game for you, baby.